hello, hello, hello. How's everybody out there doing tonight? It's Donnie D and Donnie D's Words of Inspiration. Tonight's show is brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys, available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Exlevers.com. And from Crack to Christ, Part 1, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Exlevers, the same place. Both books written by me, Franklin Donnie D. That's right. So, tonight at 7 p.m., our guest will be Apostle Michelle Moody from Pasadena, California. You know her. She's been here before, and uh, she is really on fire. That's right. Our phone number here is 646-595-3338. 646-595-3338. Remember, tomorrow morning at 11 on the West Coast, Two on the east and one in the middle. It's Fellowship of the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper from Sandusky, Ohio. Join us for church in the morning. And tomorrow night, 6 p.m. on the west coast, 9 on the east, 8 in the middle. I think I got that right. It is the world-famous Donnie D. Soul Sundays. And Wednesday, be looking for a new Donnie D. Soul Sessions. It will be, well, the TV show should be any day now, and the new podcast on Apple and iTunes should be out Wednesday. So let's go with Donald Lawrence and Happy Being Me. Let's go this way. Why he gives 
Oh, you might well get your dance on. Come on. Be a bit turn. Because I need protection. 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 Protection.
but I am now. Just hold on, he'll make everything all right. Give but a hand clap.
party's over and Jesus does come back. Coming up at 7 o'clock, Apostle Michelle Moody to spread the word of the love of Jesus. Let me go to an old friend of mine I haven't heard from in a long time. Brenda! I'm here. Hello? Hey! How are you? Brenda, you know, how are you? I'm that song, whatever you said after that song was over, that's how I am, whatever you said. <laughs> but I was over here going to do when the party so I what you said. And yeah, Jesus, that, I thought, yeah, yes. that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Hi, Steve. Hi there, Marcia. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, I have to. I have to do something because I'm watching. I'm over here watching the burning bed to remind myself of why life is how it is. So I'm going to turn this off now. Now that I remember, <laughs> and just <laughs> and have now talk to you guys. Sounds yeah. groovy. Sounds groovy. Right now we have with us um, Marsha and Camille, and at hey Brenda, hi there. Camille, how are you? I'm okay. I hope you're doing better. I will be. It's just us. Um, just uh, just life. Well, Brenda, it's just a little. Let's let's now. get together right now and let's just do a prayer. Let's okay. do a prayer. Okay. Okay, everybody. We All can't right. grab hands, but let's act as if we are. Yes. Dear Lord. All right. Build a fence around Brenda and her family. Bring them strength. Yeah. Give them faith and not fear. Give them strength. And to make it through these troubled times that we're making it through. That's coming down our way right now. We look at the news every day and we see Amen. nothing but the enemy. Nothing but the devil. Don't, Lord, don't let her every consume day. it. We can't consume that every day, Lord. So give Brenda the strength. To get up yeah. every day, do do her 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 blog talk show. Let her Walk. get up and yes, take Lord. care of grandchildren, whatever she has to do during the day. Let her do it, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen and Amen. 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 Now, Brenda, you posted what? a picture. I don't know if it was on Instagram or Facebook of a little boy, might have been one years old. <laughs> that's, that's Noah. That's Noah. That's he's your eight months old. He, yeah, he's my newest grand. He's got the biggest mouth I have ever seen in my life for an eight-month-old baby. I said, "What does he sing?" Because he was at his house. I said, "What is he singing?" My other my mm-hmm. other friend said he's singing praising the singing to the Lord. But my daughter said he was looking out the window, talking to everything, screeching. He looked at me as if he was looking for something to get into. Yeah, he's starting to he's starting what to can look I like mess that. with? Yeah, he's starting to look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what where what city are you in now? I I'm in I'm back in Kansas City, Kansas because I moved across because it's like a twin city, Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. So I look this is where I was born and raised. This is where I drove a school bus for 30 years. This is where I know everybody. But they convinced me that Missouri wasn't like it is over here. Yes, it is. They, uh, yes, it is. 
just across the street. <laughs> yeah, well, I came back over here Literally. to Buffalo. That's right. So I told when the, I mean, we had an altercation. I had to have a conversation with the police. It was on the Missouri side, and I said, I do not belong here. Uh-huh. When you don't belong, you don't belong. That's right. It's time to move on. And I did. I bought me a house. I moved over here, and I'm not, and I'm in here, and I'm staying in here. That's right. Brenda, you've come a long way. You bought a house. I bought a house. Yeah. Yeah. Now, where were you and living when we first met you? You were in a small place, weren't you? When I first met you, I was living in a motel room. Right. But I can see I can see the motel's highway sign from here sometimes. And uh, I lived in there for six and a half years with the door locked. Well, I went, you know, I took care of my business. I lived in there. I didn't, it wasn't party. It was, it was, uh, oh. well, back to that movie I was just watching because of that movie, I was locked in there too. So I locked myself in there to be safe. And then I found myself in there. Mm, so interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, sometimes. I, I found, I found, I found the, the real, what the internet is really here for, and it's for divine intervention, it's a good thing. Unless those, I almost said a bad word, unless those scammers are, they're, they're a pain in the butt. <laughs> they try to rip you off every five seconds. Yeah, that is true. But anybody, like Dr. Phil said, if, if somebody sends you a message and says, I need I need five hundred dollars for a haircut, and you believe that you're that you know what I'm saying? Well, well, Brett, <laughs> let me tell you, Brenda. A couple of days ago, I got a phone call. Frank Lewis, I said, yes. Did you get uh, this is a publishing clearinghouse? Did you get our notices in the mail? I said no. Well, we're calling to let you know that you have just you are a winner. I said, oh yeah, uh-huh. how much? Four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And like, what you have to do to get it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, I started telling them, okay. They said, uh, we'll be at your house tomorrow with the check. I said, you oh, bring no, the cameras not. and the balloons and oh, the people. No. He said, well, we could, but best if we just come by ourselves so the public oh, no. won't know that you've gotten this big money. Then she says, uh, you know, when you win over $200,000, you have to pay taxes, and in our case, you have to pay the state tax, which is $500. Can you do that? I said, sure. In advance, right? Yeah, I said, well, yeah, let's go down to the bank. We cash the check, and I give you $500. They said, it don't work that way. I said, oh, I see. Now, this is a scamorella. So I told them, I said, you know what? Let me call um, Publishing Clearinghouse. She said, oh, okay, here's the number. I said, no, 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 I don't want your number. I'm because she gonna give me number to somebody, one of her people. I said, yeah. no. Yeah. So I looked it up, and it said that they'll never call you. They will never ask for money for taxes up front if they do it's a fraud. So I called it's her horrible. back. Yeah, uh, I called her back and I said, you guys are the goddamn dang uh, almost cut. And they answered the a darn, um A scam, and you're trying to rip me off. So then I hang up. My phone ring. Uh, this is. Joe Higginbottom, a license number six four three eight seven two, 
I'm a, a, a supervisor for Publishing Clearing House. I understand you don't believe us. Why you don't <laughs> believe us? I see a man Because you all be scale. liars after a while. It's not hard to figure out. You fib as soon as you're up in your mouth. Yeah, right, right, right. I said it's a scam, and I, I said you just messed up. So then I hung up, and then another dude calls. Man, he told my girlfriend that she going to jail, and that we scamming. So I went off. <laughs> I, I went off so bad to make you go on me. But listen, if they catch five people a week, you know, what's that, $2,500? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or, or, if you, or if they send you, like all they got to do is make up an email address and use the person's name that they're uh, in, acting like they're them, and then they then they can't even remember what – they get all caught up, and they, when they realize that you're not falling for the stuff, they, they have – they go back in the files and open other – I'm like, you already tried that one before. Yeah, well, they knew. They knew my name and my address. When yeah, they, they know my name and my address. They they mail you. Listen, what they do? They mail they mail you checks. And I'm like, I open this. I open this envelope and there's this check in there, and it's like on this Sun Trust. So I Google that. The bank has been closed for like five years. Yeah, I got one of those too. <laughs> I've gotten one of those too. There ain't no such bank. Oh, it's been no. closed. And then they then they want you to. <laughs> Then they want you to sign the check and go deposit it in your bank. If that, not, you don't, they don't want you to go to the bank. They want you to go to the ATM machine in the dark and deposit it in there. And I'm like, nope. First off, I have I stopped going places in the dark. And no. So then what they, they want, want you to send them some money. Yeah, they want, well, they want to give you like two grand and then they want 12, dollars $12, $12 I said, no. if you think I'm signing my name on that check, I just, I said, I just lit it on fire. Yeah. Well, hold on what just a minute, ladies people? and gentlemen. We're going to go to a song by Steve Howell. I've never played this one before. I think it's by Steve. And we'll be right back. It's called Promised yeah. Land. Don't go nowhere, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's got a reggae beat. Let's see. to the 
His loving kindness will protect us In the darkness of the hour we will learn To trust in His hands On the way On the way to the glory land On the way to the glory land On the way to the glory land at that door and Jesus is going to answer. Check it out.
Cardoni, folks. He adds a little blues touch to it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's on fire. And speaking of on fire, let's get to tonight's guest, a resident around here, Apostle Michelle Moody. How you doing, Apostle? I'm blessed. How you doing? All right and all right. We've got <laughs> several people on here from We've got them from Los Angeles to Kansas City, and right. they're waiting to hear you. Wow. Praise yeah. God. Yes, Amen. ma'am. I am Amen. so yes. um, blessed and honored. Praise God. Yes. Hallelujah. But God has a word for sure. It's been raw, right. dog. Amen. It's been raw, pretty raw these last few months. Praise God. Amen, sister. But, you know, I just, man, I had funerals back-to-back. Had funerals yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I know. And one today, you know, one, I mean, that last week, uh, you know, my niece, um, you know, uh, shot and killed herself, you know. My. And, uh, you know, and then I had a good friend of mine. He just, you know, his wife just found him dead, um, you know, last week. So, you know, and then something else happened. It's just a lot going on. You know. It seems like there's been a lot of people just find people dead that yes. weren't expected, to, you know, weren't expected to pass. Yeah, um, I just think God is calling people home, or you know, they're either finished their work or they didn't yes. do their work, you know, and yeah. they're they're refusing to do it, and He's taking them home. Oh, or, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, either He's taking them home or He's letting them go, you know. To the enemy, you know. Um, yeah, that's that. I I think a lot of that is going on. That the enemy is people are getting so lost and caught up that that uh, that at a certain point you can't keep knocking your head on into a brick wall trying to save somebody when they don't want to be saved. No, you can't do that. You know, you have to hit it and quit it. That's what I do. I hit it Amen. and quit it. You know, and just you know what the Lord is doing. I'm just waiting for it to open more doors because I believe that people need to know about heaven. They need yeah. to know about hell. But they knew more about hell than they do about heaven. You know, oh, they don't want to believe it exists. Yeah, they don't. But, you yeah. know, all we can do is minister it to them. You know, bring them Amen. back to Because there's That's always right. somebody who's going to receive it. You know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not up to us. To um, you know, worry about if it's one person or a thousand people. It's up to us to give the message. Allow God, allow Him to give the message through us, because He knows who He's going to touch, and He knows who He's not going to touch. You know, so we have to be those Amen. yielded vessels to yeah. be able, and I mean seriously yielded, because God is looking for yielded vessels, people who are surrendering their total being to God. Not just religious, you know, but their total being to God. You know, I was reading in um, Jonathan Kahn, his um, mystery book, and I like what he said. It's so much that God has just just really um, revealed to me that I can't do it all in one night, one week, one month. I just have to wait for him to open doors so all that he has downloaded in me, I can give it out. You know, yeah. 
you know, so I you can, can be grow, yeah. so you can grow in yeah. in size. Yeah, it's so much that God wants to tell His people, but there's a warning going out right now. It's a warning, you know. And like with Jonathan Khan was saying, he says, "This is an age that witnesses the falling away from faith and the word." And it will also witness a falling away from the image of creation. That's what really got me. The image of creation. So there's a falling away of the image of creation from the state of being. It means that before the end of the age, this age, there will not only be a falling away from faith, but a falling away from being. The departure of men from the status or state of manhood and the departure of women from the status or state of womanhood, of fathers from the state of fatherhood, of mothers from the state of motherhood, and of man from the status and state of humanity. So what does one do in the days of apostasy, in the age of departure from the word? You must hold all the stronger, praise God, to God. You must commit to hold all the more strongly to the word. The faith and the stand. And the more you hold the word, the more you will find your status. The person, praise God, you were created to be. You were created to be what he called you to. And like the Lord, praise God, has commissioned me, praise God, to help people. You know, I mean, you may know inside what God has called you to do. Well, I may give you, God may use me to give you a, a, a bandstand to do it. You know, he may use me to teach you, praise God, on your specific um, purpose. You know, um, that's why I do uh, personal Bible study. So in personal Bible study, you have a synopsis, not a synopsis, but a curriculum that is tailor-made for you. I don't know how long he's going to have me do that, but it's tailor-made for you. So these are the subjects, because God has given me so many subjects that you need for your purpose, praise God. You know, and I'm only one person, so in the, in, the, in, the, in the future, I'm sure he's going to use me to teach uh, many people, praise God, to teach others. Because what God is doing is he's looking for, you know, surrendered, I say again, vessels, who he can use for his purpose. Because all of us are a piece of the puzzle. We're only a piece of the puzzle. So everybody needs to stay in their own lane. And when you stay in your own lane, then God can position you where he wants you to, and you'll fit into his whole purpose for this side of the veil. Now, you know, most people have no idea what's really going on. I mean, I'm speaking to you guys now, praise God, and you have a clue. Most people, I would say 98% of the people are having a clue of what's really going on. And they're not paying attention to the signs of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone's caught up in themselves and distracted with their problems, their successes, and more like in the days of Noah. You know, when Noah was building the ark, everybody was going on doing their thing. They was probably looking at Noah saying, what is he doing? You know, uh-huh. and, 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 you know, saying to why are you up there in that tree cutting it down? What is you doing? With uh-huh. it? Why are you making this? Why are you doing that? Trying These to talk like him out of it. Why are you ministering on the corner? Why are you, you know, uh, coming through and, 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 and a prophet? Because prophets are going to start being like the wind of God. They're just going to come in like a bellowing wind and they just have. knock the doors down and begin That's to right. prophesy. 
to God's people, and either they have an ear to hear or they're not. I don't know all the venues that God is going to use, but they're going to be like a wind. If you ever saw the, what's the movie, The um, the Shack, and you notice that the um, the Holy Spirit was like this, was like a, um, she was kind of floating kind of like a little bit. She was kind of like a wind, you know. And so what the Holy Spirit is going to use us, like we prophets, is to be like a wind. Sometimes it will be a bellowing wind. Sometimes it will be like a strong wind. And then sometimes mm-hmm. it's like a wisp. Praise God. Yeah. Glory to God. But he's yeah. going to hear. He's going to, you know, people are going to hear and they're going to know the spirit of the Lord. I don't care if you're an atheist or not. When God speaks, his creation is going to listen. They're going to listen. That's because right. They're going to know. Praise God. Just like Nebuchadnezzar, Cyrus, you know, they weren't, uh, they were a creation of God. They believed in him, but, you know, they did their own thing. And they felt that they had it going on, and God had to show them that they didn't have it going on, that I created you. I'm the one that created you. Now I'm going to show you just what I can do to you. That's why Nebuchadnezzar changed his mind. That's why Cyrus, praise God, allowed uh, Jeremiah to go on and be free because God told him to let him go. See, we think, praise God, that man is controlling, but man ain't controlling nothing. God is controlling even the devil. Praise God. And we have to get to the place, praise God, where we recognize that. And it's hard to recognize that when you have everything going around you, you see it, you feel it, you touch it. So that's where faith faith comes in, praise God. Yeah, you have to have faith. Huh? What'd you say? You You have to have that faith or, and sometimes you have to make it uh, a dramatic faith for people to notice. Yeah. Well, if you, you do. if you don't have you know, faith, you end up having fear. Faith. You know, but it, it still it still has to glorify God, and it yeah. still has to grow you up. You know, yeah. and and bring you to the place where God can use you effectually. You know, we cannot have any um, I'll say spot of self. Um, I'll just say of self. You know. Uh, we need to just get rid of self and put self in God. And a lot right. of people say, yeah. well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, they don't trust God to do that because they don't know God. You know, you have to really put your trust in God, and this is what God is trying to get people to see. You know, I mean, my little niece, praise God, she was just getting into the Lord. But she still had them demons telling her that she was alone. And she was um, bipolar, you know, um, and them demons was telling her, but she didn't have a family of strong, Amen. strong believers, praise God, that can kind of, you know, uh, pour into her. You know, like people, you know, these young people going to do what they want to do. But this is what God is talking about now, what we're going to have to do. We. So-called, we call ourselves, you know, warriors of God. We call ourselves, we know the Lord. Well, it's time for us to put up or shut up. And that's Amen. Amen. That's feel. You know, get up on your knees and tell the devil you can't have mine. You got Amen. to be warriors. Jesus is coming back as a warrior. He came as a lamb, but he's coming back on a horse with his army, and he is going to throw down. So we have to allow God. To lead us, he was telling me um, before the program. He said, in order to make to make it in these last days, 
You're going to have to surrender your total self to the Lord Jesus, meaning all of your aspirations are only for your relationship with the Lord. So in order mm-hmm. to be a serious warrior in the spirit, you will have to be close to God and attentive to his voice. You will have to really allow God to lead you in battle, getting your strategies and your strength from him personally. That yeah. means through constant prayer, listening and obeying him, praying your loved ones and others out of the hands of the enemy. See, we're going to have right. to be on our knees doing that work, doing being that warrior. It's time to get on our knees and fight. This is what time Amen. it is. Yeah. You know, this is what we're going to have to do. You're going to have to fight with the ammunition that the Lord has given you, namely the full armor of God. Then he can lead you through life victorious. The full armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, for you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. So when you put on the full armor of God, and, and, you know, I have a study on that because I, I really need, you know, God has, has you know, uh, commissioned me to equip the saints. So you need to be equipped with the word, which is the sword of the spirit. You need to have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You need to have on your blessed plate of righteousness. You need to have your loins girded about with the truth of God. You need to have on your helmet of salvation, knowing that you're saved, so you can step to the enemy, because you cannot step to the enemy, praise God, without your armor on, else he's going to see which one is missing, and he's going to stomp on it, stomp on it. You know, like when you go into the army, you go into boot camp. Well, God is holding boot camps right now, all over the world, and he's holding them for people who are serious about God, not religious. Not going to church every Sunday and getting the word and going back home doing the same thing you was doing before you went to church. But really changing your life, finding out why you are here. you got to ask yourself, why am I here? Well, I want to be a prophet. I want to be a pastor. I want to be woody, woody, woody. Find out why you're really here. That might be what you want to be, but that ain't what he equips you to be. That's not the gifts and talents he gave you. Now, he gave us all gifts and talents. All of your gifts and talents should be used for the kingdom. They should be used for God. I don't care if you're a a carpenter or if you are a singer, a dancer, um, a CEO, um, you know, a plumber. You know, people say, well, well, how does that, what does that, how does that go with, with being, you know, a believer and in the army of God? Well, if you're a real estate broker, say if you're a real estate broker and God tells you, this is what I need for you to do. That property over there I want for my people, and I want you to sell it to them or give it to them. Now, you got to talk to God. you got to be real close to God because he's going to give you the strategy. He's going to give you the money. He is going to anoint people to do what he wants for his children. That's what he did for the Israelites, and that's what he's going to do for these last-day saints. And we cannot be tripping on the world and what it says. We have to trip on what God is saying to us specifically. That's why you have to have a close relationship with God. And God may tell you, you know what I'm saying, there's this, there's this um, uh, by Smith Wigglesworth, this uh, prophecy from the 1960s where he talks about the 
different kinds and walks of life that God is going to anoint with this liquid anointing. See, there is a great anointing that's on the horizon, but God is looking for people who are so surrendered to him that he can bestow it on them. So, see, they're going to be like the two witnesses. They cannot be stomped on, kicked, or nothing. They're going to do exactly what God says because it's going to be God walking in the flesh, just like Jesus. Be little Jesus is everywhere. Because he said, praise God, I go to, not to prepare a place, I go to be with the Father, praise God. But he talks about the many brethren, praise God. There is many brethren that he is equipping to do this work. And all it's for is to bring in the sheep. Bring them in. Bring them in, equip them, send them out. Bring them in, equip them, send them out. That way there will be tentacles all over the place bringing in the sheep. Everybody is not going to make it. Everybody is not going to make it. But you have to be ready when God say move to move because we are coming into a time where when God says jump, you say how high. And that's the real deal, Holyfield. Now, in in, um, 2 Timothy, it talks about all the things that we're going through right now. And this is what God wants us to understand about the last days. There is so much to it that, you know, I can't go into all of it. But the word says in the last days in um, uh, 2 Timothy 3, verse 1, but understand this, that in the last days will come set in perilous times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. For people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered, lovers of money, and aroused by an inordinate, greedy desire for wealth. Proud, arrogant, wealth, and contemptuous boasters. They will be all that. Hallelujah. Blasphemous. Yes, ma'am. Scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. They will be without, this is the thing that we're seeing more and more, without natural human affection. Amen. And, and, you know, everything's about sex. And, and the, the service today, this girl, she had a tough, she had a one of them brick house shapes. But, you know, you're going to a funeral and you got on a dress up to your coochie coo, you know, and you're walking around with this, this beautiful shape, but, but you're showing all your wares. You know, and, and that's what it's about today. They're showing everything. They don't care. You know, it's, it's, it's catch me if you can. It, it's, it's terrible. And, and they don't care about how they look. They don't care who, who cares. They don't care about nothing. So they're without natural human affection, callous and unhuman, relentless, admitting of no trace of appeasement. They will be slanderers, false accusers, troublemakers, intemperate, and loose in morals. Yeah. And conduct, controlled and fierce haters of good. And this is what I'll, I'll say to everybody listening today. If you are a believer and you are inducted into the army of God, you best keep your full armor on because the enemy is going to be fierce against you. I tell people all the time. Every day. You know, I'm going to tell you all the time I tell people, when you get ready to take Bible study at this ministry, you are going to have opposition like never before. If you want to come to service, I only have service once a month, 
when you want to come to service, you're going to have opposition like never before. I can I can give you witnesses about the things that happen to people trying to get here. And I tell them, if you really want God, you're going to have to endure and you're going to have to press. You're going to have to really want it. It's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter, babe. You're going to have to really, really endure and press your way through. Yes, indeed. Glory to God. Because I'm telling you, this is no joke, people. And and the Lord has called me to tell you that this is no joke. This is a serious battle. This is a battle that you have never encountered in your life before. This is a spiritual battle that you have never encountered in your life before. You have to be tough like, and I'll just give you a human example. If you had, if you saw the uh, woman king or whatever, it's called woman king. They were relentless women. You got to be relentless with the devil. You got to again step to him with confidence, knowing that God has given you power over all the power of the enemy. When I say in the word, are you listening to the word? The word says. I give you power over all the power of the enemy, and by no means shall nothing harm or hurt you. Now, do you believe that? Everybody say, amen. No, you you don't believe it because when the enemy steps to you, the first thing you do is run. The first thing you do is run to your flesh. So what God does is he helps you by getting you to practice it. He'll let the enemy step to you. And then what, what are you going to do? And then after that, you know, God will say, well, what, what did I teach you to do? Didn't I tell you to put on the full armor of God? Didn't I tell you that? Didn't I tell you that you got to whoop him with the word? You can't whoop him with your fist. You can't get mad at him. It happened to me even in my service one time, a witch came to my service. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Man, wow. Oh, yeah. Amen. Witch came to my, and she was from the, from the, um, the, the, what you call it, the, well, I guess the brood I call of Wiccan. It's called Wiccan. And that's a, a witch's brood. And I, I yeah. didn't know, you know, I, 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 she, this woman uh, brought her to me, and she's the prophetess. You know, she brought her, to, we were around, and we were praying, and I kept seeing this thing, you know. And I didn't know what it was. And, and so then the Holy Spirit told me, it's a witch. And I said, oh, uh-uh. And then the Holy Spirit kind of got up, you know, rose up in me, and I told that demon, I see you. And you know what that demon said to me? That demon said to me, and what you going to do about it? That's what that demon said to me. And what you going to do about it? Immediately I went in my flesh. And, and the two ladies had to hold me back. And, and, and God said, sit down to me in my spirit. Sit down. I'm going to show you something. And the two women started speaking in tongues, went straight to that woman, and the Holy Ghost got her straight. Then God said, I'm teaching you something. You cannot step to the enemy in your flesh. He will eat you like a piranha. I learned that. Amen. I don't play with the devil. Don't play with the devil in your flesh. If you in your flesh, step back. Because you ain't got no win for the devil without God. And, you know, after service and everything, I mean, you know, during service, you know, I calmed down and everything, and the Holy Spirit taught me that. And, and when it was time, I was able to speak to her, you know. And the, the women told him that, you know, you don't come against God like that, blah, 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 blah. You know, she came, and she was pregnant too. 
she went on outside and started crying because the devil had used her cold-blooded against me. And and she didn't realize it. So she got outside and she started crying. So, so you got to understand about dealing with the devil, dealing with spirits. And if you are not close to God, if you don't study the word, if you don't know, then you'll get caught up and you'll get in your flesh and you'll get hurt. I'm telling you now, I'm doing a, a um, I'm going to do this on YouTube. I'm doing a, a little series on um, spirit of divination and deliverance ministry, which names demons and that kind of thing. So that you, I want to equip the people that come here so that if you visit in another church or, you know, you're talking to somebody, you recognize these things. You recognize them even in your family. Oh, that's, Oh, I see what that is. And you immediately start praying in the Holy Ghost. That's why if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost and with evidence of speaking in tongues, you are in a world of trouble because you don't have the power, the power (laughs) to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's to be filled with it. And the evidence is that you speak in tongues. You have your own heavenly language and so on and so forth. But you need the power. Because you just half full when you say you just kind of like half full, you know, like a half full of glass, a glass with a half full of water in it. That's it, you know. And, and and you're still saved, you know. You're still sanctified, but you ain't got no power. Praise God. You really don't. Not in these last days, honey. <coughs> I'm here to tell you. But then women prayed in tongues and spoke to that demon. Praise God, and you know it just ended up where you know she realized that she was had been used. But I'm telling you. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. And when God says, I give you power over all the power of the enemy, that has to get in your spirit. You have to eat that. You know, like you eat something and then you digest it and then it takes care of your body. Well, you got to eat the word and you got to digest the word. It goes into your spirit and it stays there and it begins to grow. It becomes a seed, and it begins to grow. And as it grows, you begin to be more competent in God. You begin to know the Word. You actually become the Word. You actually become a living epistle of God. Glory to God. And this is what God wants from his people. This is in my heart for God's people because, you know, I'm trying to do the same thing. I ain't trying to do it. I'm doing it. Praise God. You know, because I know if I don't, I'm dead in the water. I might as well go home because ain't nothing left here for me. I used to be a jazz singer, and sometimes I still sing jazz. Praise God, I love to sing. But that is not my focus. My focus is to do and be what God wants me to be for his glory and for his purpose on this side of the veil. Because on this side of the veil determines what happens to you on the other side of the veil, where you're going. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So it says in verse 4, they will be treacherous betrayers, rash and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures and vain amusements, more than and rather than lovers of God. And for although they hold a form, and this is not talking about unbelievers, this is talking about belief. For although they hold a form of piety or true religion, they hold a form, praise God, of piety or true religion. They deny and reject and are strangers to the power of it. Their conduct belies the genuineness of their profession. 
avoid, avoid all such people, turn away from them. Avoid them, turn away from them. Avoid them, turn away from them. And then in verse 13 it says, uh, but wicked men and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and leading astray others and being seized and led astray themselves. This word is so powerful. If you just, if you, whoo, if you really, really get into it, and if you, in other words, if you do like, um, an, uh, what do you call it, a, not asparagus, but I forget the thing that, you, you know, you, you, you just peel away the layers. You know, if you just peel away one layer, you got one layer, then peel another and keep peeling it. Praise God, an artichoke, praise God. Because, you know, you peel an artichoke, you get to the heart, and the heart is so good of an artichoke. And when you get to the heart of what God is trying to show you or teach you, praise God, it will change your whole way of thinking, being, and acting. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So God saying, understand, that's the word right there, understand in these last days, what he just said, you know, a few minutes ago. You will not make it, my friends. Who's ever listening? You will not make it, I'm telling you right now, if you are not close to God. I look at my little niece. If, you know, I, I wished I could have talked to her. But, you know, they didn't let me in. So what can I tell you? And sometimes people just, they just don't know. You know, and, and they don't even think about it. They're so busy thinking about themselves. Right. Their success. You know, their problems. You know, or you, like I would have told them if they'd have asked me that they need to hit and quit her. Even though she may be bipolar, you still need to check on her. Even if she don't let you in. Knock, knock, knock. You know, I just came to see if you're all right. You know, I mean, so she wouldn't feel alone. And even if she cussed you out, you know, stomped on your foot or whatever, you know, um, unconditional love. You know she's bipolar. You know that she can go off at any moment. So, okay. you know, when she goes off, you just leave her alone. But I'm going to have to break in here for a minute, uh, Apostle. Sorry, go ahead. I'm gonna, okay. I'm, you know I'm on a roll. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Donnie D's Words of Inspiration on Blog Talk Radio. Our phone number is 646-595-3338, 646-595-3338. We have with us tonight Apostle Michelle Moody. She is on the line. If anyone out there would like to ask her a question or has a prayer, push the one on your phone, and that's the love button, to let me know that you want to come in. And if you are already on, I have everybody's line open if you would like to, feel free to come in right now. We're going to take a few minutes for this, okay, uh, Apostle? Yeah, no problem. Okay. You know, I just get to going. I can't stop. <laughs> you be on fire. You be on anybody, anybody. Come on, who's first? Yeah, anybody have any questions of what, what was just spoken or want to comment? How about a prayer? <laughs> I'm going to put a prayer. Wait a minute. Let me see something. James, are you there with us tonight? I see 562. Is that you, James? Okay. How about Pasadena? 626 
639. Okay. Praise the Lord. Why are you calling out my phone number? <laughs> I didn't give out the I didn't give out the last four. I just gave Hallelujah. Out awesome. Just awesome. There's there's really no words to say if you have any kind of understanding, if you've been saved any length of time, this word went straight to your spirit. And I'm just so blessed. The anointing is so powerful right now. I just really don't even want to talk. We love you, Apostle. We thank God for you. And keep on doing what you're doing because you are truly obeying the Lord. We love you. God bless you, Donnie. Love you back. Amen. Who, who, who am I speaking with? My name is Stephanie M. Church. <laughs> okay. And you've called here before, haven't you? Yeah. Yes, I have. I'm a student yeah. of Apostle That's Michelle right. Moody's. That's right. I've been okay. with her for five years, and my life has totally changed because the times we're living in right now, what she just read out of work, God's, the whole world is reading a newspaper that God wrote, and it's a wake-up call. And what we're going through right now, it, it, she just read it. She just read what we see on the news every day. And Amen. I just want to say real quick, if it wasn't for Life in the Blood Ministries that I started with her five years ago, I couldn't make it with what we're going through right now. The Christian mm. I was, the believer I was, the uh-huh. no armor wearing, no power, my whole life has changed, and I would be dead in the water today if it wasn't for God teaching me, strengthening me, and empowering me through Life in the Blood ministry and how he teaches us there. So I'm just Hallelujah. grateful. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, since we've got that testimony there, Apostle, tell us about the ministry what, and the, the classes. Ministry? The ministry, uh, your, you know, your classes. Huh? You your say? classes. Tell us all oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, well, you know, um, that's what I was saying is that I give classes, personal Bible study, um, and you have your own curriculum, you know, and, um, you know, it's personally tailor-made for you because God will give me what you need. And so he will use me because he's using me now. You know, um, uh, like I said in the beginning, that you have to be sold out to God and you have to be open to him so he can use you any way he wants to use you. You know, your personality, what he created you to, you know, to be, praise God, in him. So um, I give, um, you know, a special Bible study uh, lessons individually, and then on Saturdays, the fourth Saturday of every month, we all come together, and I invite anybody who wants to come, and uh, the teaching that we're doing right now is on the new heaven and new earth. So I've been teaching for the last, um, I would say, uh, almost a year on the four segments of the new heaven and the new earth. So it started with the rapture, then it started with the coming of the Antichrist, then it came with the, the day of the Lord, and then um, the Great Tribulation, and then uh, the Millennial Reign, and then the last is the New Heaven and New Earth, because God wants uh, people to understand what the future holds, and that everything that we're going through, 
praise God, um, is, is tailor-made, praise God. And he wants us to understand that this is not it. This, where we are right now, is a temporary residence. It's temporary, praise God. And we have to look forward to the future. Now, again, I always say it's good to, uh, to enjoy what God is, has done for us here, what he does for us here, but there's a purpose for us to be here for the future. And the future is the millennial reign, the rapture, the millennial reign, and the new heaven and new earth. And you do have to qualify. So there's a sifting. And, like, I started all about where Jonathan Kahn was talking about apostasy, you know, and how everything in Revelation is coming to pass, you know. And so um, I'm a, a, what do you call it? They call me I'm an end-time apostle, end-time teacher, end-time prophet, praise God. And I want to train those who have an ear to hear for whatever he has for them to do. God has me to, to use me to train saints in their purpose for God on this side of the veil. And, um, oh. you know, if you decide or if you're listening and you want lessons, you can reach me at 626-583-9071, uh, Life in the Blood Ministry International, and we can discuss, you know, uh, your curriculum if you're serious about wanting to be in the army of God in this ministry. And if you can get that, get me, Franklin Donnie D., I guarantee I'll get you that information. Go right ahead. Amen. I was just rolling. What was the young, the lady that was on? Were you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, praise God. What was your name again? Brenda. Brenda. Well, Brenda, you just blessed me so. Did you have any questions or, you know, do you have any comments? Um. I don't even think that most people on this planet are comprehending the amount of demons that are present at the, right now. Say that and again. That I couldn't understand you. That they that most of the people on the planet at the present time are so lost that they don't realize the number of demons that are present That's right, right now. That's right. They don't. You're no, absolutely they don't. right, but it's our job to be about our purpose Amen. so that we can bring them the truth, and these people that don't know, maybe they will know, you know, but it's yeah, our that's job what, to We're do supposed that. to help them open their eyes to that's right. reality. That's right, absolutely, um, and that's, you know, what the Lord has, has uh, commissioned me to do is to train people to do that, you know, but you yes, have ma'am. to be serious, and you have to know the cost. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I've enjoyed, you know, your your input. And I'm listening, I'm listening so close to your voice because you remind me of somebody else that has taught me the word, and that's why I was listening so intently. Amen. Well, I'm glad because God is, he's really speaking, and there was just so, there was so much, you know, um, you know, so, you know, I do, I am on YouTube, um, Life in the Blood Ministry International which I'm doing um, uh, a subject on the new creature because I believe that people need to know when they become new believers what a new creature is, what it entails, the cost of being a new creature, and the relationship they need to have with God. 
also I'm on YouTube where I've done well. This is a last week was the last that I did that, but you can still look at uh, some of the videos on YouTube if you like. And I'm going. Okay. I'm going to go um, on to teaching the spirit of divination probably next week, so you can catch me. That's, that's excellent. That people uh, they get to a certain level with their spirituality and their and their um, some people call it religion. I don't call it that. What Whatever they, however they deal with it, and they don't, they don't think that they can get that it gets any bigger or, for lots of words, or better. But it does. There's endless supply of knowledge, and the levels are in, to infinity. Yes, absolutely. But see, it's our job to teach them. If they had been taught in exception as uh, new believers, what a new creature is, and then on to the resurrection life in you, sonship message. There's many, many messages that will bring them to that place of knowledge, understanding, and relationship with God. It helps. You know, that's why it's so important to have prophetic teachers because they download in an individual what they need to know so that they can survive or that they can become new in God and move forward in the things of God and realize that there is no top. Just like you said, it's infinity. It always is always is always growing. You never stop growing. And you can be reborn many times. You're not just if you if you accept it that way, you can be reborn many times, not just one time. And well, you know in, what it is is not. So that might not be the right wording. You go from glory to glory to glory. You know, mm-hmm. you, you're born again once. Praise God. And then you grow, and you go from glory to glory to glory. Now you can say you, you could say that, but I would rather not confuse people with that. I would rather okay. say that you know you go from glory to glory. You learn, just like I was talking about the artichoke. You know, there's many levels. There's many dimensions in God. There's so much to learn, you know. So, you know, as you grow, you change. It's as, as big you, as the universe. Yeah, as you submit, you change. Praise God. That's right. And that's it, that's all. You know, and you change in Jesus. So, you know, sometimes we got to watch the words we say because it confuses people. But in Jesus, you change. Praise God. And as you change, praise God, you grow in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you sweetheart. What was your name again? Brenda. Brenda. All right. Thank you, Brenda. Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Anybody else have anything to say or want to um, comment? Uh, If there's no one else, go ahead. Oh, I thought I heard someone. Um. I just want to make a prayer okay. for, I want to pray for people with addictions oh, and the homelessness. A lot of people, I was driving through uh, downtown LA through the tent uh-huh. city. It looks like a third world country. Yes, it does. And I, and I noticed people who had cracked pipes in their hand, just out mm-hmm. in broad daylight, walking down the middle of the street. I mean, it's, they it, don't it, care. It, they want to go to jail, so they'll have a rip it, over their head. Yeah, well, so, you know, you know it, it, let's go ahead it should on. never be that way. It should I never know. be that way in this country. 
No. You know? And 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 the thing is, when you see all of that and and right up to about a mile away, you got the city hall and you got Right. You Amen. know, if you go the other direction, you can run into affluent neighborhoods and I don't just I just don't get it. And they say Los right. Angeles is like the largest homeless area right. city in, in the country. So mm-hmm. I just want to pray for for the homelessness, homelessness, homeless people, and the ones in, and people who have addictions, such as myself. I had an addiction for Amen. many years. Crack, crack Amen. cocaine. Yes. You know, and it, it can it, be beat. It, it you know, um, you have to have a special anointing for homeless, addicted people um, and a 5150 people. Um, and I just believe, praise God, and I ask the Father right now in Jesus' name, that you would send epistles, more laborers, Father God, to minister to the sick in the mind, the homeless families, Father God, the homeless addicted people, I ask, Father God, that you send more laborers to minister the saving graces of the Lord Jesus Christ, to minister deliverance to them. Praise God. Those that have an ear to hear, Father God. And when you send these epistles, Father God, I ask that they have the discernment of your spirit to know exactly who you want to be freed, praise God, from that lifestyle. Praise God in the name of Jesus. We lift them up, Father God, and we lift up those that you would send out, praise God, to deliver, to bring salvation, praise God, and to house them in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask, Father God, that they be understanding, hallelujah, that they be, hallelujah, with the great anointing that you have for them to do this work in Jesus' name. And we give you praise, Father God, for it to be done. And we thank you that it's done in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 And I want to throw, throw one more. You know, a lot of people um, uh, uh, look down on them and, yeah, that's what they want, booty with you, am. Right. That ain't what everybody right. wants. You know, because they had a, they had a um, um, uh, uh, what do you call a documentary for Oakland. And, you know, Oakland has always been very progressive. And those yeah. public in Oakland, living over there by that bridge, it's a it's a city of them. So you know what yeah. they're doing? What they're doing is speaking to the um, city of Oakland and to, to the ones that uh, what is the people that stake that own a lot of that property, and they are demanding that um, the property that's not being used for them to put one bedroom um, uh, little uh, houses for them. Because they have become a community, and well, they help yeah. each other. And, um, you know, the brother that was talking, he was really uh, very, very um, uh, smart with it. He said they had a, they have a, um, a, a group of people. Um, he said, and they're not all addicts. They deal with the addicts, but they're not right. all addicts. Some of them are doctors that live down there and go to work every day. They have a lot of people that are working that cannot afford, because up north it's real much higher than down right, here. Right, right. But they go to work every day and they come home down there, and they have their own like little police. 
you know, that keep the keep the uh, um, the addicted crazy ones out, but they don't treat them like dogs. They know that okay, they're sick. Okay, well, let me you let know. me um, tell you what's going on over here in, okay. in in my area near Pasadena. Now okay. you have homeless people that live on the sides of the freeway. Yeah, you from Pasadena? You know, on the one. Yeah, I, I do know. I feel <laughs> yeah, you know. All that side, there were homeless people living on the side of the freeway. Then you mm-hmm. had the people that were downtown L.A., two different type of homeless people, serious businesses, two different classes. I'm mm-hmm. serious. And um, the ones who were living on the side of the freeway, they built a 100 or so little homes on yes, the other did. side of the Have you seen them? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I've... those little homes that they built over there. For them, mm-hmm. now, and so you don't see that many on the side of the freeway anymore. No. But I wanted to get one more prayer in because time is getting tight. I know that a lot of times, uh, me and one of my daughters, or both of my daughters, uh, we'll get into an argument and might not speak for a couple of days. And mm-hmm. there's parents, there's parents and kids that are estranged over nothing. And I do say I want to pray for all parents and all children to stay close because that's basically all you got. I mean, besides the Lord, um, but on earth, you, family is very important. Very I want important. to pray for family, no matter you know, if it's just I, two I of pray. them. I, 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 Amen. I pray, Father God, and I ask you, Lord, that you would bring the families back together in you. Because in you is the only way that the family is going to survive, Lord. So I'm asking you again to even bring laborers to families, hallelujah, that will minister to them the saving graces of the Lord Jesus Christ, because without salvation they will not stay together. Praise God. That you would, uh, that these laborers would minister to them and minister to their needs, to their misunderstandings of each other, praise God. To minister, praise God, love to them. Teach them how to love. Teach the parents how to love their children. Teach the children how to love their parents. Praise God. Teach them, praise God, the onslaughts and the strategies of the devil that comes against the family, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I just ask you, Father God, and I just thank you, Father God, that you hear our prayer tonight, Lord. And I thank and praise you, Father God, that what the enemy meant for evil, you're going to turn it around for your good in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against the homeless. No weapon formed against family. No weapon formed against the addicted shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against them shall be condemned in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we praise you and thank you. Hallelujah. This evening, we ask you, Father God, that you touch every ear, every ear and hearing heart, praise God, with your spirit and with their spirit of understanding, praise God, hallelujah, and that your word melt in their spirit. Go way down deep, Father God, hallelujah, that you may water it and increase it for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you bless everyone, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen? amen. And amen. 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 All right, y'all. Well, you before know, until you go, next time, give us God your information you. before you go. Well, my information is Life in the Blood Ministry International, phone number, Apostle Michelle Moody, phone number 
5839071. You can also look me up on um, uh, Life in the Blood Ministry on my webpage. You can also look me up on YouTube, Life in the Blood Ministry International. Praise God. Apostle Michelle Moody. Amen. 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 And the question is, Amen. <laughs> we want to thank you, Apostle. We want to thank everybody that participated tonight. Those who yes. want to listen to the podcast tomorrow, it'll be under Donnie D's Words of Inspiration on iHeart. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be on uh, iHeart, Spotify, and uh, a couple other ones. <laughs> Look out for us. We're out there. See you next time. Amen. All right, God bless. Oh, he died that I might be free. I was asked this question years ago, and the answer is, she knows. Now the question is, will I do his will, and the answer is, yeah. And the question is, will I do it sweet? And the answer is yeah, 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 yeah. Don't forget tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, at 8, at 12, I take that back, 11 o'clock on the West Coast. Two on the East Coast, one in the middle. That's probably Brenda. Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Fellowship in the Word. Tomorrow morning. Don't forget. Now the question is.